Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Hey, welcome back. This week's episode, we're talking about the movie Free Guy and kind of relating it to our online behavior. So kind of a fun little topic, I think. We have a movie theater in North Platte. We actually had one at close during COVID. I would watch the news and I would see that AMC stock has never been higher. Apes taking it to the moon. And meanwhile, in North Platte, Nebraska, AMC movie theater closed. Kind of disheartening. But to the rescue came Golden Ticket Cinema. They came with an expanded menu. Uh, you can reserve seats at the theater. Pretty cool. Very nice and very comfortable recliners. You have a little bit more room on both sides of you. You don't have people quite so close in front of you or quite so close behind you. Very much improved cinematic experience. I'm a real big fan of our new Golden Ticket Cinema. So to uh, go there, some friends and I, we decided to go see the movie Free Guy. And for those of you that know me, I, I like coding. I like video games. I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Pretty much this movie should have everything that I would like to see in it and enjoy in the comfort of their nice luxury recliners. So we go to the movie and Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. Everybody knows that. Uh, Jodie Comer uh, has a leading role and she plays like a gamer slash coder slash developer. And uh, Jodie Comer actually played Ray's mom in Episode Nine: Rise of the Skywalker of the Star Wars uh, Final Trilogy. So that was that was kind of cool. I did not realize she was in there until I was um, checking stuff out afterwards. And then also Joe Keery is in it from Stranger Things. So one of my you know one of the characters who I very much disliked in season one. And then season two comes around, and then, you know, as as it gets further in it, he totally redeems himself, and it's, he's just a super fun character uh, to follow in that series. So I'm going to try not to give any spoilers about this movie. I'm if there are any, it's going to be very minor. So if you if you're going to see Free Guy and you don't want to know anything about it, you may want to pause this. Run over to your local Golden Ticket Cinema, check that movie out, and then come back and listen. But otherwise, I'll I'll be pretty uh, discreet with with the facts. Just the overall kind of take on it. Uh, so it's a movie about a video game, and it's kind of centered more. There's kind of two things going on. One section of the movie is about the non-playable characters, the NPCs, and their lives in it. And the other part of the movie is about uh, these developers who are playing the game and they are looking for evidence of their stolen code for an original game idea they had. And this big company um, used their code for the basis of the game that this movie is being played in. 
So those are kind of the two things happening in there. Um, so the NPCs, they are very much, it's kind of Groundhog's Day-ish. They wake up, they do the same thing every day, and uh, they're going to work. You know, on their way to work, they always get the same cup of coffee. The coffee maker only makes one type of coffee. They don't they don't know how to do anything else. And then they'll see somebody like a friend thrown out of a window and they help the person up. And then, oh, Mondays, am I right? Like it's just this crazy world of all these weird things happening, you know, but they are it is all very normal to them. And they're just kind of focused on going through their tasks not worrying about anything else. And so the players in this game, they're recognizable because they have cool outfits on and they have sunglasses. And And you don't talk to people with sunglasses. You know, they can do whatever they want. They're the, they can be the heroes and all that. And the NPCs are just there to, you know, to do their jobs. Um, so in Free Guy... Ryan Reynolds' character, he acquires some of these sunglasses. And he puts on the glasses and sees this whole augmented reality world. Uh, when he gets the sunglasses, he breaks his nose. And through these glasses, he's able to see like this digital holographic type um, like first aid kit. And he touches it, boom, and it instantly fixes his nose. And then he sees there's missions you can do. There's money you can pick up. All this awesome stuff that has been in this world the whole time and he never even knew it. And he, and this is the things that the people with the sunglasses are all after all the time. And so he uh, kind of takes on this new persona. He becomes blue shirt guy and he's trying to show people that, you know, he's leveling up by doing good deeds, helping people out. And and you kind of see him become this whole trending topic from the gamers in the real world. Oh, blue shirt guy, he's leveling up, leveling up really fast. He's doing good deeds. And then he's, he's always saying, don't have a good day, have a great day. And, you know, this whole premise in the game then is... Maybe NPCs should be treated a little bit better. People playing the game, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should be leveling up by doing good things, not just doing things that wouldn't be acceptable in the real world. Um, the concept of that and treating the NPCs, it's nothing really new. Uh, in fact, we see this in the TV series Westworld on HBO. Uh, Wild West Town. And, you know, the sheriff, the the whole community there are all robots and people can pay, will pay a lot of money to take like a little vacation or a little retreat in this West world and you can do whatever you want. And most of the time, uh, people in West world are, are doing horrible things. They're robbing banks and they're shooting people and doing all these things. And then when it's done, the robots get repaired their mind their brain or their hard drive gets reset you know and then they and then it starts over as soon as the adventure is done well eventually in westworld some of the memories uh remain and then the robots are trying to put things together and then they start remembering some of these frequent visitors and they decide to kind of revolt back 
and you know and want to live outside of Westworld in the real world even though they're robots so it really kind of takes you even deeper into the ethics and arguably makes you know makes it seem a lot more questionable you know like man how could they do that with those robots if they are remembering you know are they only machines you know and it and it kind of has that real moral dilemma that takes place in that series so watching westworld and now free guy you know it kind of made me think about how games are are played you know and and the way that people act while playing these open world games and i think the way we play games ultimately kind of define who we are inside uh in these in these open world ones uh three of my favorite game series of all times maybe not of all time a couple of them for sure are but star wars knights of the old republic the first the first one especially one of my favorite of all time games and if you never played that you got to play that there's i mean some crazy plot twists in it and it just i love the storytelling in it and was an awesome game they're also remaking that for the ps5 they just announced um like on september 9th so this episode probably won't be out it's you know uh the 10th right now so it's not going to be for a while yet. Well, a couple of weeks when this episode comes out. So you'll already know this should be coming out. But I'm super excited for that game to come out on the PS5 whenever it does. And it'll be remastered and everything. That'll be pretty cool. And it'll give a lot of people the opportunity to play a very awesome game. Uh, the uh, Another series I like, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I liked Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2. And very fun games and then kind of more on the recent side of things marvel's spider-man and miles morales i'm really liking that insomniac uh gaming their um storytelling and all all that stuff in there so it's three series i like and i think they kind of tie into with what i'm thinking of in terms of westworld and the movie free guy so, um, I guess Westworld kind of made me think about this originally in terms of Red Dead Redemption because, you know, both have the, the Wild West theme to it. And I kind of thought at the time, wow, yeah, these are like the NPCs in Red Dead Redemption. And I know GTA or Grand Theft Auto had been out, you know, a long time before and you, and that's probably the game people think of most often when you could do good or bad in video games. But to me, it's just, I think, because Westworld and Red Dead Redemption, that that made me kind of make that connection of how we act in games. So with the three series that I want to talk about, so like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, you have... You know, it's not the open world. It's a role-playing game, you know, and you go, you have your main quest, and you can do side quests. There's other things in there, and your choices that you make determine if you're, like, light side choice or dark side choice. You know, are you leaning towards being a Jedi, 
or are you leaning towards being a Sith? And then, or right in between, anywhere in between there. And all the decisions you make during that game kind of determine what your character is like. And and even if you make a lot of poor, or not poor, well, poor ethically, but if you make a lot of dark side choices with your character, your character even starts looking kind of evil, you know, having kind of the the dark eyes that, you know, in the Star Wars movies they have, you know, where where it's they just have like these scarring and everything and if they're uh, making a lot of light side choices in their character kind of has like a blue glow when you look at your character screen and and looks a lot you know more holy i guess um probably not the best phrase but i can't really for lack of a better word right now and you play the game and you do that and oftentimes i think in star wars knights of the old republic like and it's kind of going through what it's like to be a Jedi in their ethical code. You know, sometimes being the Jedi, you have to be more patient. You have to you have to do more things and, and there's more steps to get to that end point. And if you're trying to get there quickly or, or do this and that, you know, or be a bully to, to get items you need faster, then you're you're gonna get dark side points. But if you're going through all the things and helping people along the way of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. You end with your character being on the light side. And then there's multiple endings in the series, uh, depending on where you are on that light side and dark side scale. So it helps with the replayability. But I got to tell you, I've I've played through it. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, I've only played through it completely once. And I tried to be on the light side. And then I never played through it again. I didn't want to play through on the dark side. Uh, so that's kind of a strange thing. I know some people have played through many times. And same with Knights of the Old Republic 2. It was the same way. And then there is the Old Republic where you can not just be Jedis. You can be a wide variety of races or characters. And you can choose good guy or bad guy choices. And then, so maybe I should play through Old Republic more just as different characters and still and still use the light side. But most of those games, even though you have choices, your story from point A to point B is still quite linear. Uh, you don't have a ton of freedoms, but I did think that was a cool way that they incorporated ethics into that game and how you, you treat the people inside that world of Star Wars in the game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. It's kind of weird. Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually a prequel. Uh, so the, the naming can be a little bit confusing. But uh, you're either playing, depending on the game, you're playing as John Marston or Arthur Morgan. And Red Dead Redemption, um, you do have like your story points from beginning to the end. But after you beat the game... You can do whatever you want in the whole world. You can do whatever you want even before you beat the end of the game. There's a ton of side missions. There's all these other kind of quests. And you're just in the Wild West kind of doing your thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I like that game. Uh, you can make whatever. you. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can attack anybody. You can help anybody. You may see somebody who's been kidnapped 
tied up on the back of somebody's horse and they're running away, you can stop that person and rescue the person. You can find robbers and you can you can either shoot them or you can tie them up and bring them to the local sheriffs and collect bounties. You can do just about anything in those games. <clears throat> and so to me that you have those same choices are good or bad, but there's just so many things that you can do in that game. And I think in Red Dead Redemption, you know, a lot of people would want to do like, would say, hey, I couldn't do this in real life. Maybe I would want to do this in this game. But I think in Red Dead Redemption, uh, people are going to be more inclined to do kind of the right thing even though you're you're working with bandits, so your character is not really a good guy in a sense, you know, kind of maybe an anti-hero at best early on, you know. But I think at the core of it, those characters are then at that period of their lives trying to do the right thing. And they have what's called the honor system. So if you, you know, see somebody and you steal their horse, for example, and somebody sees that, you know, then they're going to go and report that to the authorities. And if enough things happen, then you can start having warrants out for your arrest in different counties. And then if it gets bad enough, you could be wanted everywhere. And then there's like people that'll be, you know, marshals and stuff be at borders of towns and at bridges, you know, kind of looking to bring you in. So I think in Red Dead Redemption... You know, you even though people may have, you know, talk about people will be behaving poorly in it when you're playing off. And this is in the offline mode of it. They're going to be making positive choices for the most part because it's going to make the rest of your, you know, story a little bit easier and you won't be chased so much. Now, Red Dead Redemption Online it's all anyone's game. It's kind of a free-for-all. And I don't really enjoy playing the online part. I still haven't finished 100% completion of the game. I'm like at 98, 99 point something percent. And uh, so I still play that from time to time offline. And when I do that, I will... And I'm done with the with the main story. So I try to kind of be like a Wild West hero in that sense. And if I see somebody in trouble, I'm going to try to help them out. Uh, then the other games that we have here, Marvel's Spider-Man and Miles Morales, uh, the version that came out afterwards. I've really enjoyed those games. And, and they're kind of, when you finish the story, you can free roam and do side missions. You can't, like, hurt npcs in this in these games but you can um you know people are always getting hurt it's like an it's like new york city in the game so you could see people being robbed or you can see you know all these kind of things happening and even if it's out of the way i still in that game like to go over and try to help those people sometimes it may be an unsuccessful one something happens where I don't get there in time or and then I I do feel kind of bad about it about not being able to help that person or you know or not fulfill that little side mission 
which you would think would be kind of weird, but there is a publication called um, Cyber Psychology Behavior and Social Networking. And Andrew Weaver and Nikki Lewis had an article in there, and it was called Mirrored Morality, an Exploration of Moral Choices in Video Games. And they are talking about the game Fallout 3 and mention like how a lot of people will later reflect on moral decisions made in video games and um, that it doesn't impact their overall enjoyment of the game but that they kind of reflect on those choices that they made. So I thought that was kind of kind of crazy too. So yeah, that's kind of what I was just wanted to talk about was the movie Free Guy. I wanted to mention some games that are fun to play where you can have choices that may or may not impact the game, but that give you some freedom and and that's how I play through them. I'd be curious to know like your take on games. Maybe some people play them exactly the way they would in real life. Maybe they play a game and say, you know what? Sometimes I need to just let loose and, and do this in a game instead. I'd, I would be curious to know about that. Uh, my overall review for Free Guy, I would give it probably a, a 3 out of 5 or a 4 out of 5. I really liked the movie. I'd watch it again if it was on. And uh, I'm curious to hear what you all think about the movie Free Guy also. So I think that's all I have. Gaming and Free Guy the movie. And if you're in North Platte, check out that Golden Ticket Cinema. I think you'll like it. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter, at Code Peterson.